0: Superheroes are uh, so popular right now. Um, I hate to admit it, but I have not yet seen the uh, the latest Avengers movie. So don't tell me anything about it uh, because I plan to soon. But um, but I haven't haven't done. I mean, it's all over. I mean, you've, you've got uh, all e, e, the individual ones, you know, uh, 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 with all the different characters. And then they all come together in the Avengers movies, and you've got uh, all these people and and uh, superheroes and and some that are just you know they're, they're just fighting injustice and all those sorts of things you've got the villains and I mean it's just and and you've got uh, tv shows and there's uh, spin-offs and they all come from the comic books that have been around forever right and um I, I think there's there's always kind of been this fascination with uh, with superheroes of sorts someone who can come in and and just uh take over and have supernatural abilities and save the day uh it, it, have you ever thought about what your superhero name would be Um, I I think I've read this list, I'm sure I've read this list to you before, but I came across a list years ago of uh, how to choose your superhero name. Um, So if you're wanting to develop your alter ego, maybe you want to jot some of these things down, uh, follow these guidelines. Um, First one, don't call yourself by your real name. Miss Peggy Smith or the amazing Carl just probably doesn't probably doesn't work. Uh, Don't call yourself by someone else's real name, like Mr. Brad Pitt or Captain Ronald Reagan, probably, you know. Uh, Choose a name that suggests power, heroism, and prowess, like Captain Thunder, uh, uh, Captain Power, Thunder Man, Mr. Invincible, Uh, so don't be too modest. Mr. Pretty Good probably doesn't work. Captain So-So, the fairly incredible man just doesn't, you know get there. Uh, Don't choose a name detrimental to your uh, crime-fighting image like Mrs. Silly or Pushover Man or Captain Sponge Cake. Probably not effective. Don't call yourself the invisible boy if you're not. Don't call yourself the invisible boy if you're a girl. Um, Don't give away important information in your name uh, like the glass jaw or Mr. Susceptible to Kryptonite. Uh, don't call yourself the Green Avenger if you wear an orange costume. You'll confuse people. So those are just a few things uh, if you're choosing your superhero name. And perhaps, uh, you know, later on, on Instagram, I'll see your, uh, your alter ego uh, all there and ready to go. But I looked up the definition of superhero in the dictionary. And it says a fictional hero having extraordinary or superhuman powers and an exceptionally skillful or successful person. Of course, you don't have to be a uh, superhero. You can just be a hero, I guess, because it says a fictional hero. So what is a hero? I looked that up too, and it just says a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. It also said another term for a submarine sandwich, but I don't think that that applies to our discussion Today, nor do I think it's even spelled that way. But anyway, uh, a, a person who is admired for outstanding achievements or noble qualities, a hero. Of course, we think about uh, military personnel, uh, first responders. We 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 rightfully uh, talk about their courageous uh, steps toward danger on our behalf, and and we call them heroes for sure. Outstanding achievements, noble qualities. Uh, there are other people, uh, perhaps in in your life, people that you know, people that you see on the news who are who are uh, uh, in the the hero category. A- and of course, in the Bible, there are there are many uh, folks uh, that that uh, would fall into that description as well. And they're not fictional heroes like the the marvel characters that we see in the in the movies they're real people who did extraordinary things relying on the supernatural power of god and because they did that they changed the world uh, and so this fall, starting today, uh, you're here right at the beginning. Uh, starting today, we're going to uh, look at a few of these heroes' stories, uh, not only to learn about them and their stories, and many of their stories may be, uh, you know, maybe you saw them on, on flannel graph in Sunday school growing up, or or maybe you've just heard about those stories, uh, uh, probably not new to a lot of us, but, but, but not only are we going to look at their stories, but we're also going to see what those stories uh, tell us and how we should be living for God uh, in our own metropolis, I guess, right? Uh, Maybe it sounds like, uh, maybe I'm overstating things a little bit here, but it is actually possible for you and I to be heroes. You and I can change the world with with God's power through us. And I hope that you'll see that these, in these stories, that these were just ordinary people that God did extraordinary things through. Ordinary people that God did extraordinary things through. And so if he can do it with them, why wouldn't he, why not you? Why not us? And so, so the first hero today we'll be talking about is Noah. I had no idea when uh, this was scheduled Uh, almost a year ago, that we would be in a flood watch uh, as we talk about uh, Noah today, uh, but that's just kind of how things uh, how things work. And I'm not building a boat, I promise. But um, uh, you, you probably know the story, right? It's the story of of Noah, an old guy lived in the desert, built a boat. Nobody knew why until the flood came, and in that he saved all the animals, and he saved uh, two, two of every, you know, and, and and he saved his family, and and uh, then kind of uh, started uh, started things over again. It's really the quintessential hero story. And, and so it may seem a little far-fetched that we could learn anything from the life of such an iconic figure like Noah. Uh, uh, but, but, but maybe we can. I want us to read just part of, uh, part of the beginning of this story. Genesis chapter 6, uh, beginning in verse 5. It'll be up there. You can follow along on your devices. There's Bibles under the seats as well. I encourage you to, uh, to follow along as we read Genesis chapter 6, beginning in verse 5. In the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth, so make yourself an ark. Well, the story goes on, uh, the next several verses, God lays out the plans for Noah, right? He, he, gives the dimensions of what this ark, this boat, uh, structure is, it should look like. And, and he tells them what to make it out of and, and how to go about it. He tells them who's invited, uh, the guest list, so to speak, uh, the, the these animals and how many and, and how they're going to get there and and uh, his family and 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 then it's a it, it's a wild and crazy story that uh that, that that goes on for a couple more chapters i mean in the bible there's if if there's more than a few verses uh, i mean it's it's a big deal this is like several chapters long in in the in the book of genesis so the 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 flood comes and and destroys everyone and everything except noah his family and the animals that have have been compiled on the ark and after the water recedes they inhabit the land again God promises no more floods and sends a rainbow. And it's this super sensational, heroic, iconic story. And yet I think if Noah were here today, he might just tell us that, that he's not really a hero. I mean, sure, he made a huge difference in the world for God, but all he did was was follow God's directions. And that's really Noah's secret. He found favor in the eyes of the Lord because he walked with God. And so I think maybe the main thing we need to get out of this story is that you and I, that you are a hero when you walk with God. You're a hero when you walk with God. Noah was surrounded by sin and temptation at every turn. We read about some of it there. People were all wicked all the time right? Uh, it, it's kind of like one of those uh, radio spots you might hear on the radio, all oldies all the time, only this was all wicked all the time, right? And, and, and we can relate to some of that in some of the environments where we, we live and work. It, it seems like it's like that a lot of times even today. I, I get the picture of a, of a minefield, maybe in, in, uh, in the Middle East somewhere, uh, and, and, and if I'm going to walk through a minefield. I'm not even going to attempt it unless I find someone who already knows where the mines are. And then I'm going to stick pretty doggone close to that guy, right? And and so if I stray away from that person, I'm pretty much done for because I'm going to trip over and and encounter a, a mine in the minefield. My only hope is to stick tightly to the one who knows the way through. And I think the major lesson from Noah's life is that if, if we truly want to make a difference for God in the world, if we want our lives to mean something, if we want to be a hero, it all starts with sticking close to God. It is only as I walk hand in hand with God that I can live a life of meaning and a life of significance. He guides us past the minefields, the temptations, the the the, the, the things that would the, the would pull us aside from Him, and and so when we walk hand in hand with God, it's the only way to live the the awesome, abundant life that He would have for us. You are a hero when you walk with god well let's unpack that a little bit because uh, there are several things that that happen or that we can experience as we walk with god and we see that from noah's life Uh, the first one is that when you walk with god you can hear his voice when you walk with god when you're walking step by step uh, scripture in the new testament says we need to live in step with the spirit when we're walking in step with god we can sense and hear his voice Noah would, would never have known what God wanted him to do if he wasn't already walking with God. It says that, that he walked with God uh, and then God told him about the, the whole boat thing, right? Um, this summer, we, we spent weeks and weeks talking, uh, in, in the series, uh, called Whisper. Uh, maybe you remember that if you were around this summer, if, if not, or if you missed some of those, they're still in the, the archives online there if you go to the listen page of our website, uh, where we talked about how God speaks to us and that God is speaking and, and we need to get quiet and lean in and get close and, and that God speaks in many different ways, primarily through scripture, through the, through the Bible, He speaks, but He, he also speaks in, in other ways. And, and we, we talked about, uh, He speaks through our desires, and he speaks through doors, both open and closed doors, as he, as he guides us. He speaks through dreams sometimes. Uh, God speaks through other people and speaking into our lives, and he speaks through the promptings that we sense. He speaks through even the pain that we experience. Uh, God is speaking to us. The, the main point of that series is that if we're going to ever listen or be able to hear what God is saying, we have to get close and get quiet and, and listen to him. When you are walking with God, uh, that's another image of being close to Him. And, and so we're, we're, we're hearing His voice. Noah heard God's instruction because He was walking with God. When you walk with God, uh, not only will you hear His voice, you will also obey what He says. Uh, we see here that Noah was, was righteous and it was His righteousness that made a difference. He, He's called blameless, uh, here. And when, when, uh, even, even when God spells out his crazy boat plan that, you know, they, it never even, uh, he he wasn't living, you know, on the ocean anywhere. He, there wasn't any, any source of context of rain and flood and all of that. He just, God spelled this whole thing and spelled out this whole thing. And Noah said, okay. And he started building, um, Twice we see that uh, as God spelled things out and, and then the whole animal, I mean, that's just uh, takes it, ratches it up and oh, then these animals are going to come and, and uh, you need to make sure that, well, in Genesis 6, we see Noah did everything just as God commanded him. Uh, again, in the next chapter, as God continues the plan, uh, chapter 7, verse 5, Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Uh, no, when you walk with God, uh, you obey what he says. Could you insert your name in there? Uh, and blank, insert your name, did everything just as God commanded him. Did everything just as God commanded him. At the end of your life, or, or uh, it was, people are, are, uh, are reflecting on your life, could they say, on it, oh, I know so and so, man, they did everything. Whenever God said, they, they were there. They were obedient to God at every, is, does that describe your life? If it does. Is a great indication that you're walking with God. That He's using you to make a difference in this world. Uh, Noah obeyed God because he was walking with God. I've found in in, in walking. Uh, with someone, a lot of times it's a it, it's harder and takes more effort to actually break away and and go off in your own direction than it is to just kind of keep in sync with somebody. So you're walking along, you maybe in stride with them, maybe holding hands, you know, on a on a walk with your spouse or something, and 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 uh, you're, you're in sync and and just kind of going along. It's, it's 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 a whole lot harder than to no, I'm not going to walk with you, and I'm heading off in this direction. It's 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 a lot easier to just stay in step and and to keep. And that's the picture that I get. From Noah here, he walked with God and because he's walking with God, if God kind of veers off this way, he's just going to keep on going. Uh, And if God says, hey, we're going to turn here, then they just turn and it's it's a together thing and it's just an obedience that happens just from the natural act of walking. We're walking with God and we're just going to follow his lead because it's just the natural progression of that relationship. It's a it's a dramatic shift in who we're walking with and who we're pleasing and whether we're going to obey what God says or we're just going to do what we want to do or what comes naturally to us. to us. When you walk with God, you obey what he says. Uh, when you walk with God, uh, another truth here is that you're going to stand out. Uh, Noah uh, certainly was uh, was a character that was different than the entire uh, society around him. Uh, walking with God usually means going against the flow, swimming upstream, going the opposite of the culture. Uh, Noah's culture was all bad all the time, right? And, and he stood out because he was righteous and blameless. But if Noah had tried to just blend in with the culture around him, he would have seen his own fate. And certainly uh, he would not be one of the heroes of the faith that we esteem him as today. Walking with God will make you stand out. And you need to know that when you walk with God, you also, and and I love this one, you also find favor with him. I love that term. Uh, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Just, Just kind of puts a smile on my face. Found favor with God if you're a parent you, you kind of know how this works I mean if your son or daughter has been following instructions and they've been going maybe above and beyond and, and doing things even without asking or maybe they've been expressing their their love to you you've been hanging out a little bit uh, you've been having fun together it's a it's a it's a, a kind of a you know camaraderie we're hanging out it's it's great then you're much more likely to give them what they want or even surprise them with something special because they've found favor in your eyes you're you're kind of on the same way wavelength and and you're 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 going together and you ask them to do something and they do it and so they they found favor and there's there's blessing involved in that but the kid who's who's constantly disobeying and rebelling and and causing trouble usually doesn't get anything special I mean you might go ahead and and give them a roof over their heads and and three squares a day but maybe that's about it right because you're not going to go above and beyond because they haven't found favor with you there's there's not this sense of, of of pouring out extras because of Noah's relationship with God, because he was walking with God, because he was doing what he was supposed to be doing, he experienced the favor, the, the, the grace, the blessing of God. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So so walking with God, I, I think, is where this hero stuff begins because it's really God who is doing all the heavy lifting. He's the one who's providing the power for this. We're just walking, we're just following along. And he chooses to use us uh uh and and together uh we we make a difference in the world. Uh God Noah made a big difference uh, uh with God working through him, and I think the same can be true for us uh, several ways that Noah made a difference uh and that I think are true for us as well the first is that uh, that that Noah and we can make a difference for our family uh, there's there's just a uh it, it just works that way living a life of integrity uh following God it always influences the people that are closest to us uh, and And so God selected Noah to build the ark, and because of noah 's faithfulness noah 's whole family was saved we don 't necessarily get the impression here that that his family was was wicked and evil like everybody else but but it doesn 't specifically say it specifically says Noah is the one who found favor in the eyes of the Lord, and because of that, he and his whole family. We're saved. The Lord said to Noah in chapter seven, verse one, go into the ark, you and your whole family because I have found you righteous in this generation. He found Noah righteous and because of that, it influenced and made a difference for his entire family. I think we need to never underestimate the power of our example. Uh, choosing to obey God and to do what is right always sends a powerful message to those closest to us. It sends a powerful message to our family. Uh, that's that's uh, a big thing, uh, especially parents with, uh, with children. You're teaching your children what is right. Uh, you're, you're not just teaching them, but you're showing them by how you live uh, and, and what you do. Uh, the saying goes, I'd rather uh, see a sermon than than hear one any day. Uh, rather than just preaching at our kids, uh, showing them how to live this life with God, walking with God, being righteous and, and blameless in his sight makes a difference for the people closest to us. What we do, how we live, walking with Jesus rubs off on others, especially uh, the, the people that we have the most influence over. They notice it, it makes a difference. It, and so don't cut corners. Uh, don't waffle on core beliefs. Uh, do what it takes to faithfully walk with God because the cost of losing your family is too high. John Maxwell put it this way, those closest to you benefit the most when you do what is right. Along with that, it not only makes a difference when we walk with God, it makes a difference for our family. It also makes a difference for future generations. Generations. Uh, there, there once uh, was a man who watched, uh, a, a young man who was watching as, a, as an elderly man was planting uh, several apple trees in his yard. And and he watched him as he prepared the soil and put the saplings in and 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 uh, and, and did all that he needed to do uh, fertilizer and compost and and watering and did all those things uh, so that these apple trees would uh, would have a great start in life and and so the young man saw this and walked up to the older gentleman and said you don't expect to eat apples from those trees do you and uh, the man said well no I don't son but someone will it's it's kind of the uh, the, the question or they say that the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, right? And The next best time to plant a tree is today because it takes time. And there's this, but it, it's not just going to, when you're planting a tree, it's not just going to benefit you, but it's going to benefit those who come after you. Just a simple illustration of thinking ahead to benefit future generations. Because of Noah and his faithfulness, uh, we benefit. We, uh, thousands of generations later, uh, we benefit from Noah's life of righteousness uh, uh, because he walked with God and got, he found favor with God and obeyed God. We are the beneficiaries generation after generation later. This generational thing is actually spelled out in Scripture. One place is uh, is in... Um, Exodus chapter 20, where God is talking, uh, giving the uh, the Ten Commandments, and, and he says in uh, verses 5 and 6, you must never worship or bow down to them. Talking about other gods, you worship the one true God. Don't bow down to those other gods, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not share your affection with any other God. I do not leave unpunished the sins of those who hate me. But I punish the children for the sins of their parents to the third and fourth generation. But I lavish my love on those who love me and obey my commands even for a thousand generations. I don't understand how all of that works except to say that, that God says that he blesses generations after us if we follow him. And so there's we can make a difference. If, if we are true to God in our lives, it can make a difference for those that maybe we'll never meet, but it will make a difference for them as well. How we live matters to those who come after us. Your life can make a difference for future Generations. Another thing I think we need to notice here from Noah's uh, uh, life is that we can make a difference at any age. Uh, you don't have to tell me your age this morning, but some of us, I think, we downplay our usefulness because we think we're too young or too old or too whatever uh, for God uh with God one person can make a difference regardless of circumstances regardless of our situation our, our our stage in life uh Noah uh finished building the ark just before his wait for it 600th birthday okay it was 600 so anybody that tells me you're too old to do something I'm just going to point back to Noah and say nope, sorry till you get older than Noah you're still uh you're still uh it's still on the field you're still playing um it, of course, some people say, well, I'm too young, and uh, that's not necessarily spelled out in this story, but it is in other places in Scripture. Uh, that we can look at the, the young boy who brought his lunch to Jesus and offered uh, just his five loaves and two fishes, and 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 with that obedience to God, uh, Jesus fed 5,000 plus people uh, on that afternoon. We can think about Timothy, who was uh, just a teenager, and yet Paul's writing to him and, and telling him, hey, you need to pastor this church. You need to set an example for, for all these other people. I know they're older than you. Set an example for the believers in, in in speech and life and love and faith and in purity he says in uh, in Timothy and and so we cannot you're never too old or too young or too anything uh, to make a difference for God remember it's God that's making the difference he's just looking for people to make a difference through so just walk with him and he will make a difference for uh through you i uh, i guess the you know the bottom line is that you can make a difference for God. You, you can make a difference for God. I guess we could say you can be a hero uh, in, in that sense. I think many times we downplay the importance, uh, our importance to God. I think we see ourselves as insignificant a lot of the times. Uh, when we were on vacation uh, a few weeks back, we were up and uh, we had spent the day on Mackinac Island in, uh, in northern Michigan. And then we were coming back and we decided to take a little detour and, and go over, I'll get the name here, uh, to Headlands International Dark Sky Park. It is one of only six such places in the United States uh, dedicated to natural darkness. Uh, it's, it's all about being able to see the night sky. So they, even at times, uh, when you're there at the right time, you can even see the northern lights from there. Uh, you can see the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, just all sorts of, uh, uh, things on, on a, so, so we pulled in there. You're not supposed to even shine your, uh, your, your, your lights. Um, you gotta, got to turn your phone on the setting that's the nighttime setting and turn the dimness way down because you're not supposed to uh, pollute the area with light because they want it to be dark. Um, so as we um, as we sat there, uh, we, we watched, we got in there just before sunset. And so we watched as the sun uh, went uh, uh, deeper, uh, further and further down in the sky and finally was swallowed up by the glowing waters of Lake Michigan. And then it began to get darker and darker and darker. And pretty soon, uh, you're sitting there and several people all along the shore there where we were. And, and somebody point up and, oh, there's a, there's a star or a planet that had just come out. We had the, the little app on our phone that you hold it up and it tells you what they are. And, and uh, we had the dimness turned down. We were following the rules. We were we were quiet. and we, Anyway, so, so we're looking. And, oh, there's another one. And there's another one. And there's another one. And, and five minutes later, oh, there's three more. And, and they're just popping out all over the place. And... Standing on that shore in the darkness, hearing the water lap up on the beach of this great lake that you can't even see. I mean, it seems like the ocean. I mean, you can't see the other side or any, anything. It's just huge. And then you're, you see these lights appearing in the sky. That have been there, you just couldn't see them because of the because of the light. But because it's dark now, we can we can see them, and they're literally millions of miles away in this universe that is continually expanding. Uh, and you're standing there uh, with your feet in the sand, and and I don't know, uh, maybe it's just me, but that can be a time and a place when you feel a little insignificant, right? <laughs> I mean, you got you got a whole universe. What am I in the just a speck in this whole this whole big universe? hero preacher what are you talking about being a hero this is just a little just a little life uh, i think this is maybe the biggest the biggest impactful thing about this story and others like it that we'll be looking at <laughs> that's what makes the love and grace and favor of god even so much more significant that in this vast universe, He knows your name. He sees you. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows how many hairs are on your head or not on your head. He uh, He knows He knows uh, what you like, what you don't like. He knows your innermost desires and thoughts. He knows what 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 temptations gnaw at you. He knows uh, what gives you a passion and purpose. He knows everything about you, and He loves you. And He's just waiting for you little old you to walk hand in hand with him so that he can do amazing things through you together you can change the world second chronicles 16:9 says for the eyes of the lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him one of the things god is doing all the time is looking throughout the earth to find and encourage us Noah was one of thousands in his day, but but he was doing the right thing, and God noticed. God was looking for someone just like Noah. And even now, he is looking for people whose hearts are fully committed to him so that he can strengthen us and use us. I, I don't know if you See yourself as a hero or not? Probably not. Uh, you certainly wouldn't call yourself a hero, I'm sure, but but maybe you should consider it. Maybe you should should think about it because if you're walking with God and you're obeying him, uh, he is using you to make a difference in the world. Maybe it seems like just a little small difference. It, it is the difference that you're making in the world for for someone or for many someones. He's using you to make a spiritual influence in people's lives. I'm convinced that we are not here just to do right things or just to believe right things, uh, but we're here to be an influencing force in the lives of others around us for God and for good. Uh, We are are here not just to make sure our theology is right, although our theology needs to be right. We are here to have influence in the culture around us. I don't know if, if, if you believe that or not. I believe that with all my heart. Uh, Are you doing that? Are you having a spiritual influence? I think, I think you are more than you would maybe give yourself credit for. I think we all, though, could also be much more influenced than we, than we are. I, I want us to get to the point where where we are seeing God use us to make a difference in people's lives on a regular basis, a weekly basis, a daily basis. That we're seeing that in our homes, and we're seeing that in our in, a, in our uh, place of work, and we're seeing that uh, in our school. We're seeing that wherever we go, that that we're in tune with. We're walking with God in such a way that He is using us to make a difference spiritually in the lives of uh, of people. And then as we get together on a Sunday like this, we get together in our in our life groups uh, throughout the week. Or, as we get together, we're anticipating hearing the stories of what God has done through other people. This, oh, man, I had this opportunity to, to, to speak up and oh, I was talking to my, my daughter the other day and 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 she asked this and I was able to say that. I was talking to my co-worker and, and I just, just mentioned that I'd be praying and, and you and just opened up and, and, and over and over. And so we're anticipating those times to, to hear that. We're also anticipating those times that we get to share what God has done through it, not to brag in any way, not to say, boy, I'm a hero. Row this week, but simply to say, man, God, wow, I was just walking with God and this thing. And, it, and as we do that, and as that becomes part of our culture, part of who we are, that we'll constantly be encouraging and strengthening each other as he, as God does his work through us. Maybe Noah wasn't really a hero. Maybe he was. I think in our definition here, he was. But in saying that, all he did was was walk with God. And God changed the world through him. I wonder, I wonder what he's going to do through you this week. Will you stand with me? Father God, we offer ourselves to you today. I pray that you would help us to walk with you. I would pray that that, that you would help us to get rid of anything that might hinder us walking with you. Lord, convict us encourage us, help us to see that that you love us and that you want to walk with us. And Lord, I pray that you would open our eyes this week to the opportunities that you have planned for us to make a difference in the lives of others. I pray that, that, that you, not in a prideful way in any way, but simply humbly, we offer ourselves to you and ask that you would use us to make a difference however you want to do it. Lord, we give ourselves to you and we thank you for the opportunities that are going to come our way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.